the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. January 28th. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on Facebook live at Anderson Speaks or Dr. David Anderson is my handle there. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. As well as those who are on the most listened to Christian talk station On the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM right here out of the nation's capital, Arlington, Virginia, to be specific, covering all of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. And uh, I'd like to thank uh, Christopher's Barber Studio because they hooked me up with another fresh fade today. Thank you, Mr. Christopher. If you're looking for a haircut for you or your kids, any color, class, or culture, just go to Elkridge, Maryland. Show up to Christopher's Barber Studio. You can find them at Christopher'sBarberStudio.com. As always, I bow for a word of prayer to give our time over to the Lord. I want to give you our phone number and our topic for the day. It's a question that I'm hoping you will call me and let me know what you think. I'll unveil my thinking and some theology around it uh, based on some of the conversation I have with you. Here's the question. Is it okay to question God? Is it okay to question God? Last Theological Thursday, I asked, what question do you have for God? You can call this questioning God part two. Is it okay to question God? Well, give me a call at 888-432-7434. Do you think it's okay? Maybe you're sitting in the car with someone right now. You're going to have this discussion even while I'm praying. I think it is. No, I don't think it is. Well, I want to know what you think, and let's talk it through Uh, right here on this Theological Thursday. By the way, this is how we roll. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today, and then open phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about tomorrow on Friday is fair game. All right, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you allow us to communicate with you. I know, Jesus, you've asked a lot of questions when you were on uh, the face of the earth so people would understand Is it okay to question you? That is our topic. We pray you give us wisdom along the way on this Theological Thursday. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Other ways to get a hold of me, andersonspeaks.com. 
Or you can always go to EmbraceGracism.com. Just spell the word racism and put a G in front of it. That's a word I coined, Gracism. The G stands for God. You put God in front of any problem, he'll give you the strength to get through it, and he'll give you the solution to it. EmbraceGracism.com. You'll get everything you want to know about me, including all my books. You can order any of them. And, of course, I'd love to sign it for you if you want me to as well. My number live in studio right now. Call and talk. Is it okay to question God? 888-432-7434. If it is, tell me why. If it's not, tell me why not. I want to know what you're thinking on it. I surely have my thoughts and my opinion. I've been a pastor for several years, so you can imagine how many people have questioned me, but I'm not God. Is it okay to question God? Well, this may speak to your faith a little bit. It may show us just a little bit about where you are in your relationship with him. And uh, I want to help you out. I want to talk to you about it. So uh, I've got open lines right now. In fact, I've got three more open. If you want to jump on board, now's the time. Here's my number, 888-432-7434, 888-43-BRIDGE. All righty, let's kick the show off in Forestville. I think it's in Maryland there. It's Obi on the line. Hi, Obi. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. Excellent. Good to meet you on the air. What are you thinking? Is it okay to question God? Um, well, I heard this a long time ago, and um, you could question God, but you can't question his answer. Hmm. You can question God, you can't question his answer. What does that mean? Yeah. Basically, if you ask God a question, whatever answers he gives you, you can't question that. Uh-huh. Now, why can't you? <laughs> is that a way of just well, saying, just I'm going to accept your answer, Lord, no matter what it is? Yeah, pretty much. You can't I question see. his answer. Uh-huh. But you can ask him any question you want, but you can't question his answer. That's okay. I like that. I like that. I wrote that yeah. down. Let's see what other yeah. people have to say about it, and I appreciate you kicking my show off today, okay? No problem. Blessings to you, Obi in Forestville, Maryland. Well, let's see what Mike has to say. He's on the road right now in Maryland. Hey, Mike, is it okay to question God? Well, uh, Jesus did. My, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Oh. Uh, Israel, I will name you Israel, he who uh, wrestles with God. Oh. But I'd also remember he, he also messed up his hip for uh, wrestling with him. So uh, oh. I, I, don't, I think it's okay, but I don't think I'd want to do it. Wow. Well, you just pulled out the... The seven last sayings of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. I mean, that's a pretty good argument right there. And uh, if he did it, why wouldn't we, right? Yeah, I guess. But it, it's still, i got to admit, something about it that feels funny. I, I don't think it might be okay, but I just don't think I'd do it. Uh-huh. I hear you, my friend. <laughs> I hear you. Well, listen, blessings to you. Thanks for hanging with me, as always. That's Mike on the road in Maryland. Let's go to Germantown, Maryland, and see what Savannah's thinking. Oh. Hi, Savannah. Welcome to the oh. show. Hi. Is it okay to question God? Hello. Hi, Savannah. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Good. Good. Is it okay to question God? In my opinion, yes. Okay. Why? Because as different people have questions, mm -hmm. because of what's going on in the world today, 
people are questioning, is he real, is he not? Uh-huh. And there's, and there's so much questions about why things are happening. Okay. And nobody knows. So you're thinking about asking God questions about what's going on uh, in the world. So mm-hmm. then in that case, it would be okay to ask God questions. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Hey, listen, thank you, Savannah, for calling. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. So Savannah says it's okay to ask God questions, but is it okay to question God? Do you see the nuance there uh, where, you know, you say, God, uh, why, when, how, uh, what? I mean, you know, what do you, when, how does this work with your faith? Are you a questioner? Are you, uh, God said it, that settles it? Uh, or are you, uh, God may said it, but you know what? I, I, God, I don't know if I agree. Can we, can we talk about this? Well, listen, this is what we're talking about today. It's a theological question, and I want to hear from you. I've got to run to my break. I've got one line. If you want it, your name's on it. Here's the number, 888 Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Hey. It's me again, the voice in your head. Look, we've been back and forth about replacing that roof a million times. Just do it already. You're ready now and go with Home Fix Custom Remodeling. Why? Because you can trust them and their work is great. Increase the value of your home with Home Fix Custom Remodeling. Honest remodelers you can actually trust. Start living happier now. Keep your home cool this summer. Mention this ad for a free attic installation when you purchase siding or windows for the full house or a new roof. Visit HomeFixCustomRemodeling.com. 
Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text-piration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with me, David Anderson. We're hanging out today on Theological Thursday. And we're talking about this theological question, is it okay to question God? Uh, Last week we asked, what question do you have for God? Today we're asking, is it okay to question him? Uh, I want to hear from you. I got my own thoughts. It'll come out as we talk. But I want to know from you. It helps to figure out where you're thinking theologically and how you're thinking. Uh, 888-432-7434. That's uh, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, right back to the phone lines. We're going to go to Joe, who's in Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, Joe. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. How are you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Man, look, I will, that's a, that's a, deal, a theologian nightmare sometimes that you got to dig on to the commentaries to find answers to that. Uh-huh. Um, I, got a, I got a comment on that. Okay, go ahead. when you going through suffering, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times, I, even my, I myself at times question God as, 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 like you just said before the break, as to why and the what ifs and stuff like that. And then I come to think about with Job, you know, during the last chapter of Job, when, when God at the break comes down and asks you to question me, you know, <laughs> I, I, I kind of wonder, you know, God knows that we, we how thinking patterns are. You know, and sometimes I wonder if it's okay to question God, but, but not to the point where you overstep his, his, his holiness. Yeah. You know, because sometimes I don't know if I'm called for something and, and I'm in a situation and I'm called to do that. I question God, is this something that I'm called to do? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. You know, or, you know, mundane life, life issues. You know, and I think sure. God understands that. Yeah. You know, but I don't, you know, I don't think he get it to the point where he... You know, we overstep his holiness as well. Well, and that's where it gets uh, it gets kind of sticky because at the end of the day, it's really dealing with motivation. Uh, think about it like a person in authority in your life. Is it okay to question a person who's in authority in your life? And sometimes it's not that it's right or wrong. It's about how you do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. If, if you go to your boss and you say, uh, could you help me understand this? That's one thing. If you go to your boss and say, why you make that decision? Well, just through the motive and the attitude, sometimes uh, it's it's what's behind the question. What's funny about Job is, boy, he got served at the end of the book when the Lord started asking him questions back. Do you remember that part? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I always laugh when I read it because, you know, the Lord says in, in Job 38, have you entered the storehouse of the snow or seen the storehouse of the hail? I mean, I love that. He says, Oh my goodness. You know, he's, he's like, he says, what is the way 
to the place where the lightning is dispersed or the place where the east east winds are scattered over the earth. He says, who cuts a channel for the torrents of the rain and a path for the thunderstorms? I mean, I just love it. He says, uh, does the rain have a father? Whose father, who fathers the drops of dew? I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll put it in everyday language. Joe, do you know where I keep the snow? Because <laughs> if you don't know where I keep the snow, you need to sat down. It's like, you know, I think Job got to a place where he wasn't simply asking out of an authentic heart, like, Lord, could you please help me understand? It came into a, I can't even believe you did this. Why? Who are you? Why, why don't you just kill me now? You know, and at that point, it gets to what you were talking about, Joe, that that line of respect. And that's when the Lord came back, ho, 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 slow your roll. Do you know where I keep the snow? Because until you can answer that, you need to just sit down. <laughs> just like a father. Just like a father. You got it right. Hey, Joe, thanks for hanging with me. I appreciate talking to you. Let's go to Kevin. He's in Aldi, Aldi, Virginia. Hey, Kevin, how you doing, sir? Hey, Kevin. How you doing, Dr. Anderson? I'm doing uh, great. Usual, I'm calling Mike Bond, Mike from you. Thanks for listening, man. But, uh, what are you thinking? Oh, no problem. Well, you know, I think a couple of things. The first thing I wanted to say is that um, the most that I've ever grown in my faith are the times that I've been challenged the most in my faith, where I've doubted God, I've doubted His purpose, I've doubted mm. um, His kindness, and right. um, I'd have to try to stick through and persevere and and look through scripture and, and remember all that he's done for me. And that, mm. that helps me to be rooted even when I don't have faith. And mm. I know sometimes I have to think back on other people that have faith just to be faithful. Um, and the mm. second thing I wanted to mention was in Mark chapter 9, I, don't, I can't have the exact reference when I'm driving, but, okay. you know, where the father appeals to Jesus on behalf of his child. And, and he, he says to Jesus, please, I do believe, but help me with my unbelief. Right, right. So I think it's absolutely fine to struggle with unbelief, um, and it's necessary for your faith to grow. That's all I had to say. No, that's that's good stuff right there, and I appreciate it, Kevin. Yeah, in, uh, in Chapter 9, you're right. It says in verse 24, immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. That's just like a human, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> Hey, I appreciate you. Hey, thanks for hanging with me from Aldi, Virginia. And maybe you're that way, too. Maybe you're like Kevin. You know, I when I grew the most, it's because I struggled the most with my doubt. But when I came out of my doubt, when I came out the other side, I was a little bit stronger. And so, uh, yeah, Lord, I believe, but can you help my unbelief? I think that that just shows the the uh, both sides of one coin. We want to be in faith, and at the same time, a lack of faith. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Well, I want to hear from you because this really goes to the heart of our spiritual development, our spiritual journey, our spiritual growth and maturity. And uh, it's probably a good question to ask. So that's my theological question of the day. I hope you like it. Here it is. If you just joined us, is it okay to question God? I've got one line open if you want it. It's yours. Remember the word bridge. 888-43-BRIDGE. Now, let me go to Waldorf, Maryland. I haven't been there yet. Talk to Doris, who's on the line. Hi, Doris. How you doing? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing fine, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. Yeah. You know what? I'm asking a question got about a bunch of stuff right now. Oh, yeah? I do it with great R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Oh, there you uh, go. And, yeah, it's 
Oh, now, Doris, I, I hate I hate the fact that you're talking and we can't hear you because it's cutting in and out. Because I know you're saying some good stuff, but I think I got the bottom line, and your bottom line was that you question God, but you do it with R E S P E C T, respect. I think that's what I got. If you want to call me back with a little stronger connection, I'll uh, get you back on because I want to hear what else you had to say, make sure I got that right. But if that's what you said, I'm with you. Um, how do you respectfully question the sovereign of the universe? I mean, you better have some fear, in, right? You ought to have some awe. You ought to have some reverence. You don't just run up and, and just, like, talk to him like he's one of your boys or uh, like he's just a, you know – one of your your homies and then you talk to him like some of y'all talk to your wife or your husband mm-hmm. your brother or your sister mm-hmm. where there's no respect you just yakking uh that happened in my family the other day i had a child i won't mention which one but i had a child retort back to me in a way that was not dad help me understand it had a different tone to it. Do y'all know it? Any parents know what I'm talking about? Any grandparents? I think uh, we call it, my, my friend Becker uh, in his house, I think they call that sass. And uh, I got some sass from one of, my, one of my kids. So I had to put that child in check so quickly that that child retorted back. No, 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 no. I, I, I think you've misinterpreted what I meant. I meant to say, there you go, kid. Say it in another way. Well, I wonder if God does that with us. Yo, 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 hold on. Now come back to me another way. <laughs> you can ask me, Lord, will you take this, will you take this thorn away from me? I asked the Lord three times, Paul said, and uh, he replied to me, my grace is sufficient for you. Now the question is, what does Paul do with that? What do you do with it when, uh, like one of my callers said, uh, you may question God, but don't question his answer. Obi from Forestville. This is good stuff. Uh, we still have another half hour to go. I'm not even down to the bottom of the show, uh, the bottom of the hour. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep rolling and see if I can get Doris back. All right. Doris, are you back with me? Yes, I am. Oh, that's good. But I good. was saying, I'm, I'm questioning God about a lot of stuff right now, uh -huh. but I do it with R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Uh-huh. And, uh, but, yeah, he can handle it. He's God. Oh, wow. He, he, can he knows it. everything about me. Yeah. He already knows what I'm going to ask before right. it's on my list. Right. And I, but I always fall back on the fact that he is the sovereign Lord. That's and right. And I know that whatever I'm going through, Whatever questions I have, right. uh, he's going to handle it. I like it. I like it. So it's really questioning with respect uh, in front of the background of ultimate trust, no matter what. Yes. Yeah, I like it. And, and I have to say that as a result of all the things that I've been dealing with, my faith has grown my trust, mm. but I keep putting myself in remembrance of his word. I mm. God said this. Yeah. And God cannot lie, and he's, he doesn't change. So yeah. I'm going with this. But it hurts. Yeah, it hurt. It hurt. <laughs> but the, yeah, through yeah. it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in God. Hey, listen, God bless you. Thanks a lot, Doris, for hanging with me. I, I, boy, I think I... I think I almost have enough time for another call, but I better not do it because it's going to push you then into the break. So what I'm going to do in just a moment 
I'm going to go to this break. It's going to be about three minutes. Uh, I have Charles and I have Charlie. One's in Upper Marlboro, one's in D.C. And then I got Landover calling. But here's the thing. I have two open lines right now. Represent. Where are you from? Are you from Hagerstown? Are you, are you from Easton, Maryland? Where are you from? Are you from Arlington, Virginia? Are you on the Beltway there in Baltimore? Represent. You got two lines to get in where you fit in. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and we're asking the question, is it okay to question God? Joining me right now, Mike Rakeman. He, along with Brian Sheely, co-founders of Fellowship Home Loans. Mike, as we're now all aware, the Fed uh, really, uh, recently kept its promise to raise rates. Uh, what's that going to mean for 2018? Well, you know, with uh, Trump's tax reform, there's two major things that pertain to mortgages. One is that on any new mortgages, if you already have one, your grant fathered in new mortgages over five hundred thousand dollars you cannot deduct the interest above 500 the bigger one as it pertains to a lot of listeners out there is that you can no longer deduct home equity loan interest so the tax deduction on home equity loans is taken away you cannot write it off on your tax returns if you want to talk more about this with mike or brian give them a call at this number 1-800-804-SAVE-7283 that's 1-800-804-7283 or go online to fellowshiphomeloans.com. Having money problems? Then listen to this. God knows where the fish are. He knows where the money is. Most of us have had financial needs at one time or another. The disciples were having a financial need, so they decided to go fishing and earn some money to pay their bills. Jesus called to them from the shore, Friend, have you caught any fish? No, they answered. He told them to throw the net on the right side of the boat. They did, and guess what? They caught so many fish they were unable to haul the net in. Friend, God knows where the answer to your need is, be it a financial need or some other need. Jesus knows where the fish are. Short on cash, I'm going to address this subject this Sunday at the Largo Community Church in Mitchellville, Maryland. Whatever your need, God knows where the fish are. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. Futures and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire the stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Scott Bauer, and I've been on the trading floor for 25 years. I traded for Goldman Sachs in the S&P 500 pit and was the first Amazon market maker at the CBOE. 
I am also the senior market strategist here at Trading Advantage, the leading educational firm teaching people how to become professional traders. Now, for a limited time, I am offering one of the trading techniques used by thousands of our students every day to help build their financial future. Get started right now by calling 1-800-288-0092. Leave your email address on my voicemail, and I'll email you my free trading technique and the Trading Advantage Daily Market Report at no cost to you. Again, 1-800-288-0092. That's 1-800-288-0092. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How you doing today? If you're just getting in the car, you've joined into an amazing conversation on this Theological Thursday. We're asking the theological question, is it okay to question God? Is it okay to question God? Got so many good answers from you. My goodness, the first half hour is just great. We're going to keep it going. But Doris, I like yours the best so far. Uh, yes, it's okay to question God, but you got to do it with R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Do it with respect. I like it. I want to know what the rest of you are thinking, but check this out. Remember Moses, uh, not Moses, uh, Abraham in uh, Genesis 17. Uh, again, I'm going to put it in David Anderson vernacular. Yo, God, how in the world am I going, my wife going to have a, a child when she's 100 years old? <laughs> okay. Or what about in the New Testament in Luke chapter 1 where Zechariah uh, is told that, you know, Elizabeth is going to have a child. And he's like, uh, back, back to my vernacular, uh, yo, angel of the Lord, <laughs> uh, how in the world is she going to have a child? And you know what happened to Zachariah, the old dude, right? You know what happened? The angel of the Lord struck a mute and he was not able to speak until the child was born. So it's kind of like, uh, hang on now. Lord, is it okay to question you? or not okay to question you. All right, now remember, there's a difference between questioning God and asking God a question. Um, you know, so thank you, Grace Starks. You mentioned Genesis 18, where the where Abraham is saying, you know, will you not destroy this land uh, if we find 50 righteous people? And then he debates a little bit more. How about 40? Now he's striking a deal with God. And so you're right. He, now, now Abraham's sort of negotiating with God. Um, but what about questioning him, uh, what, his ways, his works, uh, his uh, people he puts in authority? Hmm. God, why are you doing this? Or a storm that comes through your neighborhood or, or a mudslide or a hurricane uh, or the death of a loved one. And that's when it gets, you know, th th there's more weight to the question now as opposed to some of the fun stuff I've been saying. But now we start adding some real weight to the question like a Job who lost his loved ones. Now it's no joke, right? Uh, so I want to hear from you. Okay, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Charlie in Washington, D.C. Hey, Charlie, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging. What are you thinking? Okay, what I want to say is that um, God says that my ways are higher than your ways and mm -hmm. my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing we should question is our motive because mm -hmm. God does everything um, <clears throat> perfectly and for his own glory. So mm -hmm. it's only one truth. And if we can't, if we think we're that righteous, that we can live up to that one truth, you, you probably do have um, 
a mindset to question God's ways, but mm-hmm. I don't think we can do it. I think we must continually understand that God God does things for us, even if it's bad, because mm-hmm. it's um it's to glorify Himself. And you know how He say, "Don't think more highly of yourself than what you are." Mm-hmm. You know, we we as a people, we we could get carried away. Yeah. And stuff like our pride to carry us away and think we're doing something real good. So you're saying we're just humming out. Yeah. So you're saying never question God, just trust His word. Is that right? Right, because it's it's more about trust. It's more uh-huh. about trusting. I got you. And trying. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just I just thank God that I, I can say I'm this wretched man. You know, mm. I'm nothing in myself, but I'm everything in Christ Jesus. I got you, you my know? friend. Hey, thank you so much, Charlie. Blessings to you. Andrew Carey on Facebook, Grace Starks, Ruth Rivera, uh, Patricia from Lothian. Thank you so much for going on Facebook. Hello, Amarelis. Good to see you there. I like what Ruth uh, says. It's kind of you. Love your passion for the word and teaching. Uh, I appreciate that. From Rockville, Maryland there, Ruth uh, Rivera. And uh, Kimberly Brown says, I think it is okay to question God when we need guidance or clarity. For example, God tells us that all who knock uh, the door shall be open to them. But then in Romans 8.29, it says that he has predestined uh, those who would be saved, why would he create only for them to perish? That's a good question, and there's so much more there that you can read on Facebook Live. All right, I'm going to Charles. He's in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Hi, Charles. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Hey, good, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. What are you thinking? Yes. Yeah, um, I think a couple things that, that was already said that I'll just basically restate. Uh, as you stated, it, there's a big difference between questioning God and asking God a question. Right. Um, because God is uh, God is infinite. We are finite, and there's no way that the finite can explore the infinite unless he were to reveal himself. Right. So many places in the Old Testament, God said, ask. Even in the New Testament, he, he picks up and says the same thing. He tells us to ask. But, right. you know, the procuring cause for why we ask is just as important as the question that we're asking. Just like you said, mm. you mentioned with uh, some of the ones who were smitten when they asked the question. They were asking the question, but that <laughs> question was questioning God's sovereignty as far as who he is and if, and if he could do the thing, not why he was going to yeah. do the thing. But if you're asking, and you're asking out of a sincere heart or right. pure heart, right. God wants God wants us to ask and, and to depend on him. That's what he's looking for. Right. But it's got to be done with the right motive and has to be done out of reverence towards him. You know. So when you start asking questions, you know, why am I asking this question? You know, well, that's right. Like this, he says, you, what, he says, when you ask, he says, you ask and miss. He said, because you ask, so you can consume it upon your own lust. So why are you yeah. asking the question? You're asking God with the wrong, the heart. that's right. You're asking with the wrong motive. So uh, turn around and leave and come back when your motives are right. Hey, listen, Charles, I appreciate you from up in Marlboro, Maryland. As soon as I get back, Frederick's in the house, Greenbelt's in the house. I'm coming down your street. In just about three minutes, you're tuned in to, you're watching Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? 
Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCollum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCollum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Have you been hurt, cheated on, lied? to or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I For Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I For Grace You. Get freed up today. And here we are, back on the show. I like what uh, I like what uh, Jimmy Ramirez says on Facebook: "Better our father than Google." LOL. So we're talking about questioning God. He's saying it's better to question God, our Father, than Google. What do you think? Is it okay to question God? That's what today's topic is. And I'm so glad I get to hang out with you. Here's my number: eight 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 four three two seven four three four. All right, let's go to. Dina uh, in Frederick, Maryland. Hi, Dina. Is it Dina or Dinah? Hi. Hi. Dina. Dina. Got it. I'm How so glad you, you I'm called. I'm out of breath. I'm just picking my grandma. Thank you. Well, what do so you think? Good thinking? to be here. So good to talk to you. Yeah, my pleasure. What are you thinking? So what do I think? Um, well, first of all, question and asking is two different things. Ah, Good. Excuse me, if I'm running out of I'm out of breath. I just ran across the parking lot. That's right. Um, Take your time. So, I I'm not going to question God. We have our human owner's manual, our Bible. We have prayer. I think all of our questions are answered mm. in the Bible and through prayer. Um, I do ask him things, like for example, <laughs> excuse me, if I'm going to be um, confronting someone. Right. Um, working on an issue, and I want him to be there because right. I might be intimidated by the power of this person who rules over me for whatever reason, say my boss. Right, right. So I I pray God's will. I pray God to speak through me. And I have to tell you, every time I do that, he's there. 
Yeah. Um, we can ask God, we can ask God for things, but it may not turn out the way we want. But we still need to be thankful, knowing right. that He was He handled the way He wanted to do. Or it may show up three or four years later. Who knows? That's right. Hey, well, listen, here's I. Some, I love yeah. I love the point that you're making. Thank you for making it, Dina. Make sure you catch your breath. Uh, you're right on, though. Uh, big difference between questioning God and asking God. Last week, uh, Theological Thursday, you can scroll back down on my Facebook and check it out. We asked the question, what is your question for God? So asking is one thing. Is it okay to question uh, God? Well, we've been learning today from one another that it has a lot to do with motivation, doesn't it? So, Lord... Uh, will you help me go to this meeting and have a conflict resolution in a way that's godly? That's asking God for help. Or is it, God, why would you even want me to go talk to this person after all they've done? Now, uh, God can handle your feelings. That's what one person said. I, I like it. He can handle your questions. He can get you through it. Uh, think about David. Remember the psalmist? How long, oh Lord? How long will you allow these people to abuse me and accuse me and you know so he, he always starts these psalms like really like emotional and then by the time he's done he's like but i trust you i love you you're god <laughs> so there you have it he can handle our emotional roller coasters aren't you glad some of you are like yes i am because you know my spouse just can't <laughs> but god can all right let's go to michael michael is in greenbelt maryland how you doing michael i'm fine dr anderson Thanks for calling. Uh, you always bring you you always bring uh, some controversial topics. I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> my 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 statement falls into two parts. Okay. First of all, um, the book of Ephesians three, verse twenty says, "We cannot question the faithfulness of God." Uh huh. Okay. Now, which means God is unquestionable. Uh huh. But also, the scripture says. The righteousness of the righteous cannot save the righteous. Why is it that the righteousness of the righteous cannot save the righteous? It's because the righteous did not do that which is right in the sight of God. Uh-huh. Now, if you look at the, if you look at Ezekiah, Ezekiah, when the Lord sent the angel to Ezekiah to tell him to prepare himself because he's going to die, to prepare his own, uh-huh. and which in this modern day would be to prepare his will. Now, Ezekiah face the wall and cry to the Lord and question yeah. God that Lord and what I happened you all, deadly, all these years <clears throat> do you remember what happened and the Lord yeah he gave him what what he added 15 years didn't he Michael 15 years yeah 15 years to his life yeah hey. you know, so that's why I said my statement falls into two parts yeah if you are righteous enough you can question God uh-huh but if you are not righteous enough you can question God, but you will receive no answer. Ah, that's that's a good that's a good distinction. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I even wrote it down there, Michael. Thank you so much from from Greenbelt, Maryland. Let me go to uh, Landover while I'm in the Prince George's County area and talk to Ban Coley. Hello, Ban Coley. How are you? I'm all right. How you doing? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I'm doing just great. What are you thinking? Fantastic. I'm telling you this. Um, well, everything that I heard is good, fantastic, from the book. But check this out. Okay. My God, my God, mm-hmm. why have thou forsaken me? Right, right. That is God the Son asking God the Father. That's right. You can question God. You can ask him questions. But 
do not attempt to figure out what he's going to do. <laughs> we say you can, you can ask if you want to. Doesn't necessarily yeah. mean you're going to get what you want. I like it. The Lord himself on the cross. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. Thank you, yeah. Ben Coley. Blessings to you. We heard that early in the first half of the show as well. What a great example. If Jesus can question God, can't we question him? And here's the thing. With Jesus, he wasn't really asking God, why would you, why would you do this? Now, you already know that Jesus knew the answer because he came on the earth to do this. But the biggest problem was he never, ever experienced, listen to this, he never experienced separation from the Father before. Think about it. You're the great I am. You've always been together. You're the beginning. You're before the beginning. You're the end. There's never been a start. You were never born, okay? So now, in this moment when Jesus is on the cross, he says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Imagine God the Father turning his back on the Son so he is completely man in that moment. And the feeling of true death, which is separation from, from God, in that moment, the first time they've ever been separated. In other words, that cry from Jesus was what we call separation anxiety. And we see it in Jesus' life. All right, let's go to... Fairfax, Virginia, where Gina's on the line. Hi, Gina. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, Dr. Anderson. Thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great, and I'm so glad you're hanging out with me. Thank you. <laughs> well, I just, I love this. Oh, I love your show. I love all your questions. And this one in particular, because it does pose the question for believers, is it okay? And I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think the bottom line is it's always okay to, to, to talk to God and be real, because mm. I think he knows our hearts anyway. Right. Um, but as I'm listening to your, you know, your callers, it does seem that there is a distinction between, you know, the, the kind of questioning God, what are you thinking, what are you doing, are you in charge up there, kind of like, you know, <laughs> right. that kind of question is a little bit maybe out of line, like ties in with the respect issue. And then the other questioning is more maybe an opportunity that I think God welcomes where he can minister to us. Yeah. Someone in deep grief and yeah. there's been a, a tragedy or something. I don't think he shuns us ever yeah. when we cry out, why did this happen? Yeah. I think he understands the anguish yeah. um, just like Jesus on the cross did, you know, and and, want, and wanting to, like, in the garden, you That's know, right. take this cup away. I think That's right. there's a distinction between God wanting to identify our anguish and understanding how hard it is to be in this world yeah. and dealing with hardship. Yeah. And then the other questioning of God is like, are you in control? Which, of course, we know he is. <laughs> but you know what? It's just like an emotional human being. We're like, are you That's in control? You know, and guess what? Our loved ones can handle it. Even when we fly off the handle, right. we probably shouldn't. It doesn't damage the commitment. It may damage the relationship in the moment, but it's not like the other person's like, you know what? I want a divorce. <laughs> I mean, if it is, that wasn't a good, good marriage right. at all. But I think you're right. You know, it's, it's that motive behind it. God, are you in control? And there are probably some times when we throw our hands up and like, maybe he's not. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. there are times we even doubt his existence. God can still handle mm-hmm. it. And somehow, Gina, he kind of woos us back to him. Like, come on, Absolutely. come on, come on, son. Come on, son. Absolutely. <laughs> so, hey, listen. That's right. Hey, thanks for hanging with me. I'll be right back. I've got to run to my break. We'll see you in a minute. Thank you. 
Joining me right now, Mike Rakeman. He, along with Brian Sheely, co-founders of Fellowship Home Loans. Mike, as we're now all aware, the Fed uh, really, uh, recently kept its promise to raise rates. Uh, what's that going to mean for 2018? Well, you know, with uh, Trump's tax reform, there's two major things that pertain to mortgages. One is that on any new mortgages, if you already have one, your grant. If other than new mortgages over $500,000, you cannot deduct the interest above 500. The bigger one, as it pertains to a lot of listeners out there, is that you can no longer deduct home equity loan interest. So the tax deduction on home equity loans is taken away. You cannot write it off on your tax returns. If you want to talk more about this with Mike or Brian, give them a call at this number, 1-800-804-SAVE-7283. That's 1-800-804-7283 or go online to fellowshiphomeloans.com. In the 21st century, Americans must be able to compete with other countries and their globally competent workforces. At Reed Temple Christian Academy, students grow in their ability to make a positive impact on the world through a rigorous curriculum in communications, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, second language acquisition through Mandarin immersion and Spanish classes, culturally rich student-led domestic and international mission work, and our gem of a partnership with over 13 embassies working with us through the Global Embassy Mentors Program, all designed to develop global Christian citizens. Please visit our website at readtempleacademy.com and register for an available open house date. Reed Temple Christian Academy is accredited by Middle States Association of Colleges and Schools and Association of Christian Schools International. Join Reed Temple Academy for their next open house on Thursday, January 18th at 6 p.m. Learn more at reedtempleacademy.com. What happens when an abortion-minded woman hears her baby's heartbeat on an ultrasound? More than anything, I guess, is what helped me say I cannot get rid of this baby. I saw the heartbeat that touched me strong. My whole attitude about my decision changed, and really once I left the clinic is when I knew that I'm keeping this baby. Will you stand in the gap for an abortion-minded woman? The Ministry of Preborn saves babies' lives through ultrasound. By letting a mother hear her baby's heartbeat and see her baby in her womb, she will choose life 80% of the time. For $140, you can save five babies' lives. And right now, through a match, your gift is double. All gifts are tax deductible, and 100% of your gift goes to saving babies. To donate, dial pound 250 and say keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. You can also donate online at wava.com, keyword baby. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And I thank you so much for all of your 
donations. It will help us continue to do what we do. And I want to thank Christopher's Barber Studio for sponsoring us today and giving me a nice fresh cut today, as those of you on Facebook can see. Christina Petty, good to see you on Facebook. Nathaniel Lucas and Lori Struss Weatherly, hello to all of you. Angela Wolverton, Gary Coiro, and Trey Lamate, thank you so much. I have time for one more question, so let's go on the road in Virginia and talk to Yael. Hello, Yael. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm blessed and highly favored. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. How are you? you Oh, I'm alive and grateful. I've got just about a minute left, and I really want to hear from you. What are you thinking? Thank you. I am thinking God knows it all. If I have a question, I better be asking so I can get the answer. (laughs) Hey, that's that's pretty sharp. He already knows you have the question anyway. Yeah, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Well, thanks for making it, Yael. Yeah. God bless you while you're on the road, I okay? Well, go ahead. What yeah. were you going to say? And fear. And he, he didn't give us the spirit of fear for uh-huh, us to right. fear him. But we need to reverence him enough to, uh, to counsel him with everything. Yeah. But the day that we see him face to face, I think we lose all questions. Yeah, that's for and sure. that's it. That's for sure. We won't have many questions when we get to heaven unless he just wants to give us new things to learn, which I'm sure that'll happen as well. Hey, thank you so much, Yael. God bless you. And I like what she said. Uh, God already knows, so but go, you might as well ask. Have you ever had somebody say, hey, listen, I got, I got a question. You know what? Forget it. I'm not going to ask you. Anybody ever do that to you? I got a question. You know what? Forget it. I'm not going to ask you. Well, you know what? Then you're more. you're like, come on, just go ahead and ask the question. I know you have one. Ask it. Well, I wonder if God is always doing that. I know you got it. Just go ahead and ask. (laughs) But, again, I think it has to do with our motives. It has to do with our heart. And sometimes our motives in our heart are just wrong. But guess what? God can handle it anyway. And uh, so if this is going to help you communicate with God, then go ahead. Question him. You may not get the answer you want, but at least you got the relationship where you're, you're talking. Because when there's no talking in a relationship and there's no listening in a relationship, and there's no communication in a relationship, that relationship is pretty much over. So uh, I hope that you enjoyed today's theological question. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. And uh, now we're going to pray. Dear Jesus, thank you that you allow us to question you. You invite us to ask you, uh, Lord, and you told us to come boldly to the throne of grace to ask for grace and mercy in a time of need. So we're asking, God, give us grace. Give us mercy. We need you. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Help your children and don't let them fall by the side of the road and teach them to love one another. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.